Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Spratcast with me, Mark Allen, and my sidekick, Eli Silverman. Welcome, Eli. Sorry, sidekick? Yes, Eli. Welcome, Eli. No, 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 no. no. Eli. I thought I was a special guest. Yeah, that wasn't working for me. That's you're not that special. If you're here every week, it's not special anymore. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to decry your involvement in it, but... All right, fair enough. I just thought but... I'd spice it up with sidekick. Okay, fair enough. Special guest maybe isn't the most appropriate, but sidekick? Sidekick? What's wrong with sidekick? It's like those stupid, shitty Alka-Pops you used to stick on the side of your pint. No, sidekick's good. It's like dynamic. I... Side. It's off to the side. It's not the main thing. It's the side thing. It's... Kick. Side kick. It's a little kick. Well, if if we're being honest, it's a little generous side kick. Because your involvement in this Spravcast is very little indeed. You know, if anything, side kick is generous. Well, come on. Well, okay, whose laptop do we record it on? Yours. Whose microphone do we use? Yeah. Whose house do we use? Well. Who's put it online? <laughs> Who writes every single one of the items on what we do? Well, right, okay. Essentially, you are here to make it slightly more interesting by having a different tone of voice for the listener. If anything, you should be described as ballast. Now, that's just offensive. I like henchmen. Henchmen? Yeah. That does imply that you would go and get someone for me. I I could do that. Really? Well, if that works for you, I can... But can I call you on that at some point? If someone's irking me, I can go. Mark, you know, I've got, I've got your back. Sick him. Yeah. I do. I do bad stuff to people for you. I just think henchmen. I don't get why you would prefer henchmen over psychic. I'd say that psychic is much more preferable to a henchman any day. No, henchman's cool. Henchman's got the evil villain style. You know, henchman. I if but as your henchman, I could be called. I could have a stupid middle name like Eli. Does does the business, Silverman. <laughs> Right, henchman. Okay. Yeah? Can we go for henchman? We'll go for henchman just for this episode. We'll see how it pans All out. Right, say it but if I tell you to attack someone and you don't do it, you cease to be my henchman. And then go back to the default sidekick. Sidekick. All okay. right, we'll re- we'll restart the introduction. Hello and welcome to episode three of Spravcast with me, Mark Allen, and my henchman. Like the damage, Silverman. Ah. Right, now. Uh, Hi, Mark. Hello. How yeah. are you feeling? Do you want me to kill someone? No, not quite now. It's, right. it's, you're okay. Okay. Um, so, how have you been? Yeah, not too bad. Not it's too been bad. quite an, an eventful month since the last Sprathcast, hasn't it? For a start off, we've had snow in London. Snow. Which is remarkable. I've been in London 10 years, it's never settled. I always assumed that snow would never settle in London. Because it had to get through all the pollution. And by the time it kind of battled through that, it just couldn't be asked. So it would just kind of wither out and die. But remarkably, I woke up that morning, saw snow. Oh, man, I was in the best mood. Really? I love snow. Do you not like snow? I like the look of it out my window for about ten minutes. And then after that, it's just it's just cold. It gets in your shoes. What? You also get it's an excuse for thuggery. No, that's not thuggery. What, throwing snowballs, I presume you're talking about? Yeah. Well, that's fun. That's... You see, I was thinking about this recently. I, I, but there's no way that someone would ordinarily throw something at me in the street and I would stand my ground and return fire. You know, that's unacceptable in, in most societies. Yeah. But, but when there's snow, the rules, they've broken down. Who cares? 
You know, you can stand there and throw snowballs. I threw a snowball at a child. It was fine. He was laughing. It was okay. Yeah, but where, where do you draw the line? I mean, what is the density of the snowball when it becomes, you know, fun, and then it gets denser and denser, and then it becomes assault? Then it becomes ice. Yeah, and then, it yeah. becomes ice slinging. Yeah, and that's probably not desirable. That's like gang warfare. Yeah, but I, I didn't develop into that, to be honest. It was just a bit of light-hearted fun, ended up with me and a complete stranger giggling like children. And that, that can only be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. But for me, you know, the transport broke down. I couldn't get to work. They don't pay me. If I don't get in, they don't pay me. All right? So because of the incompetence of this country's bloody transport system, well, I don't that. get paid. I just have to sit at home looking at the snow. Well, yeah, you see, I was in a job where I get paid, uh, even Ooh. if it's snowing. So that was even more fun. Having a snowball fight in the knowledge that you're being paid to do it is one of the most enjoyable experiences of my year so far, without question. All right, well, I'm glad you had fun. So what, what's your solution then? I mean, it's going to happen every now and again. It happens one day out of the last 10 okay. years. Okay. So we can live with that, can't we? Fair enough, right? Fair enough. Okay, so the buses can't make it in. You don't want accidents, no. right? But what I don't want to see is the bus drivers in their depot having a laugh, having a little what, snowball what fight. What are you expecting them to do? Just to, oh, I think what we should make them walk the streets crying they, so that their salty tears add as an extra bit of traction on the ground. Now That's you're talking. That's what you want. Yes. You want them to weep your way to work. Yes. In front of you. It's Would fine. Would they be henchmen? They could be the, the, my henchmen, yeah. Right, okay. Or oh, even henchmen need henchmen. Demi-henchmen. So I can't believe you talk umbrage of <laughs> people having fun when they couldn't do anything else. Well, it's fine if they have fun, but don't publish a photograph of these cunts who are making me lose money having a laugh. They're not making you lose money. Mother Nature's making you lose money. Well, the bad infrastructure of Boris's fucking London is making me lose money. It is true. They don't appear to have these problems in Scandinavia. And no. It snows quite a lot there and you don't. I have yet to see Scandinavian transport workers having a snowball fight. Exactly. They'd have the decorum, even if they were having a snowball fight, not to show it. Or to look glum about it. Yeah. Not to show any joy. You know, like, put those snowballs down, guys. We want you standing by your buses looking glum that you're not serving the public, which you're paid to do. He's in our brethren, this is Sprout Cars, coming at you straight from the front. Maybe a bit from the side as well, innit? So what else has happened? Um, Valentine's Day we've had as well. Oh, yeah. How's your Valentine's Day? I know it's difficult uh, on the singletons, isn't it? Well, I did a gig and then went out clubbing. I did a gig as well. Yeah. Sounds quite a fun Valentine's Day. Yeah. It was fine. There was no romance. Did you get any any activity on Valentine's no, Day? No. Any I, cards? You no, any... no, nothing. Absolutely nothing. All I did was send a childish text to my ex. A childish one? A childish text to how, my ex. How childish? Well, she texted me. I'm supposed to be in her book club, right? I've had one meeting right. of the book club okay. with her friends. You know, it's quite enjoyable. I quite like doing it. Yeah. And she texts me the day before Valentine's, just to let you know, <laughs> just to let you know, my boyfriend Michael will be coming to the next book club. I just to let you know. That was good of her to let you know. Why does she have to say just to let you know twice? Right, well, yeah, okay, but I don't think that was anything so I, other than awkwardness. In a, a fit of childishness, yes. I uh, I texted her back, just to let you know, in that case I won't be attending book club. You and your quotation boyfriend Michael 
can bite me. <laughs> Happy Valentine's. Can, can bite me? Yeah. That's not in any way childish. I'm thinking like the, uh, the speech marks around boyfriend Michael yeah. as if she's made him up. Boyfriend Michael. she made him up? No, I was just trying to get that tone across. That boyfriend <laughs> Michael. I'm not sure that maybe Italics should have done that better. Yeah, I don't... Speech I don't... marks just makes it think you dispute the existence of Michael. You're quite just making it up. I quite like that effect as well. You should have just been there. What are you talking about? Should have gone. You should do more. You should write one. Write a about book about him, and then come in. This is the this is the next week's book. Have a read, and this is all about how Michael's stupid. Matt, it could start one day. Michael said, "Why am I such a stupid arsehole? And I don't exist." <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> write the entire book. I <laughs> publish it, and then suggest it. Obviously, you got to write it under a pseudonym. Okay, that could be. I don't know. Eli Goldman. <laughs> you thought really hard about that. Go- well, that's like near my actual name, so yes, people okay. in the know would know it was me. Right. Like so, Michael. So, yeah, and then get them to discuss the book. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So the subtext here is that Michael is shit. Yeah. Michael's a shit. What I get from this whole episode where Michael shits himself <laughs> is that he's not only is he an idiot, but he can't even deal with his own personal hygiene, you know? What do you think about that, Michael? Yeah, Michael. Anyway, so I won't be attending the book club, and uh, that's basically that. And was... that told your girlfriend there. No, she's not my girlfriend. Your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Well, if there's any ladies out there who do like that kind of brand of petty childishness. Yeah, Eli um, is very much available. Just, just write into the uh, the address we'll give you later on. Oh yeah, well we'll give it now. We've got we've got an email address now. Uh, in case anyone wants to email anything into us, uh, that is uh, sprafcast at googlemail.com. Um, so if you want to e- email anything in about uh, any lonely hates, or if you want to email us just with a, a new poetry smackdown title or something like that, any just random thoughts or suggestions for dates for Eli, then uh, yeah. bring it on, that'd be lovely. Uh, can I just add, please do email in something, because I've seen what's coming up and... It's bleak. It's dry. Yep. Last last Bravcast, you may recall if you listened to it that uh, we decided to challenge each other to a poetry writing competition. Hopefully, this will become a regular feature. We'll see. But the uh, we decided to write the poem as a eulogy to Woolworths, uh, and the whole sort of proviso was that this eulogy was going to be delivered in front of people there to mourn the loss of Woolworths uh, from the high street. So, uh, Eli, do you, uh, heads heads or tails? You want to go first or second? Bullet head. I just dropped it on the floor, so uh, I think my gross ineptitude means it, you get it, to choose. It was heads. Right, you get to choose. I'll go, go first or second. I'll go second. Go second. Thank mm, you. I Thank see. you, Anne. Okay, so here is my uh, eulogy for Woolworths. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to commemorate Woolworths' passing. We might act sad, but it's fair to say its presence was as welcome as a glassing. It purported to be a store for all and to take care of every need. But once you were inside, there was nothing at all, except sweets and the faint smell of tweed. So farewell to Woolies, but you will not be missed. If there was a use for you, we would unearth it. But there's not, so you've gone and we'll now go and get pissed and reflect on the fact that you're not worth it. That was good. That was good. I like that. Thanks. Uh, What have you got for me? 
Mine is a bit more experimental, as you might have guessed. Yes. And uh, it's untitled. Woolworths. What the fuck? The bareness. The bareness. You, Woolworths. Crap. Smallville, season seven, 18 pounds though. The naffness. The tawdry. Your gaping fronts. Thank you, that was beautiful. Thanks. I don't know how we decided whose was better. Well, I mean, I did literally knock mine up when you reminded me we had to do it. And it took me, it was what, pretty three minutes? In terms of conventional structure, I think yours ha- had had mine at hounds down. But in terms of like emotional impact... There I was think... certainly some depth to yours, I will yeah. say that. Well, well, if anyone's listening, if you want to email in and say which one you preferred, then, uh, then rock on. Okay, and um, could we come up with a, a, a subject for next Sprafs? Yeah, we can try. What's Poetry anything slam? interesting coming up? What's in March? What goes on in March? My birthday. Right. Should we write a birthday poem for you, Eli? Yeah. Okay, a birthday poem for Eli. Um, and that will be on the next Poetry Smackdown. Okay, uh, cool. Thank you very much. Excellent. Leonard Frannels was minding his own business when he was suddenly accosted by a brief yet brutal spraffing. Please be careful the same thing doesn't happen to you. Oh, and don't have nightmares. I've noticed lately that cigarette packets are starting to get a little bit easier on the warnings now. Yeah. Have you noticed this? I've actually got a, a packet that I saw lying around in a pub and I thought it was brilliant. It's a Marlboro Red packet. And on the back of it, it simply said, says the words, you can do it, we can help. And then underneath in tiny letters, your doctor or pharmacist can help you stop smoking. Now, isn't that a much more encouraging way of trying to get people to stop smoking? Well, it's the other side of the coin, isn't well, it? Well, like, because some people have gone way out the other side and put, like, your cankerous liver. Like, liver's got nothing to do no, with smoking, no. but they put it on there anyway, you know, just to freak you out. It's like your, your cancerous lungs and stuff on the, on the front of cigarette packets. Marlborough have gone the other way, and I, I, for one, applaud that. In fact, I might even take up smoking just because of this, because it proves that it may not, may not be that much of a problem. What, just you to stop it? it? You can do it, we can help. That's much better instead of people bitching about you, like, oh, you're going to get AIDS! You, you're filthy! And look, think of children dying and... Other people's know. children die because yeah. you smoke by yourself! Yeah. You're selfish! You're a shitbag! You it's, bastard! Yeah, it's not, it's not pleasant. What about... Just a picture of your mum crying by your graveside on the back of a pack of fags. On every one. Well, someone... Or what about every single person in the country can only buy cigarettes off their mum? Right? That's <laughs> so good. So that is good. Now we're Because there's something. no way. I know, I, like my brother, my twin brother, uh, Andy, he smokes, but he's still terrified of my parents finding out. Yeah. We're 31, you know? Yeah. I, I was with him recently and he was having a crafty cigarette and my dad came from behind and he panicked and gave it to someone else. It's like, so if he had to go to my mum to get the cigarettes, that would be the answer. Yes. You should have to buy cigarettes off your parents. Yeah. Sprafcast. Uh, I, I've uh, come to the conclusion lately, Eli... The punk is well and truly dead. I mean, it it kind of gone underground a little bit, hasn't it, punk? I mean, you don't see it. It's not a big cultural thing now, is it? Well. Well, well. <laughs> well I'm not going to disagree with you. Cause when was the last time you saw a punk out in the, in the wild? Just well, a feral you... punk. You see him in Camden Town, don't you? 
That's true. With sandwich boards and the DM shops. Yeah, but they're working. And they so that, that, that means they're not a proper punk. No. If they, they're advertising they're a punk anything, for, they're then punk, where's the anarchy in that? They're punk for pay, aren't they? Unless they're, they're advertising and they're not getting paid. That's pretty anarchistic. No, they're getting paid. Yeah. They may be getting paid in pairs of DMs, but, you know, there used to be that punk in Carnaby Street as well. Excuse me, there used to be... <laughs> they recorded. You can't burp while you talk, man. For Christ's sake. People are putting this these words into their ears. All right. They've essentially just burped into someone's ear hole. They can cut that. No, they can't. I could, but I won't. So that they know what I have to deal with from my fucking henchmen. At least you're using the correct terminology now. I'll tell you what's really made me recent, recently sit up and take notes. First of all, I had... Um, there was a trailer for my comedy show Pet Project online and yeah. in it I dressed up as a giant dog and ran around a little bit and the soundtrack to that was I Want to Be Your Dog by the Stooges, right? Classic. One of the forerunners of punk. Proto-punk. Yeah. Um, and it was online for about eight months and eventually the Stooges set their lawyers onto me who made me take it down. They, they removed the song because, it, uh, because of copyright infringement. How punk is that? Seriously, surely they shouldn't give a fuck about that. It's not punk. Not at only all. that, but Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop now is doing adverts for insurance. That I I I'm just gobsmacked at how non nihilistic that is. Yeah, it's the antithesis, like the isn't antithesis it? Antithesis of anarchy. Yes, it's like we 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 like a bit of anarchy, but we also like to be insured for any breakages that might ensue. Yes, thanks, Iggy. Something um something quite shocking happened to me um and I'm still trying to get my head around it um a woman came to the door yes my house I was in Tamsin is, is in as well actually um and I went to the door and this woman was there and she was a, a tall she quite a good looking right. black lady okay very well dressed um clutching a mobile phone. And I did have a cheeky look. That mobile phone was better than mine. So I thought, she's doing pretty well for herself. Okay. So, you know, I'll stop and chat. You know, she's not canvassing for God or anything like right. that. She looked fairly flustered. And she said, look, I'm really sorry to bother you. I haven't got any money on me at the moment. My husband's out and um, our electric's run out. It's on a meter. So um, I'm really sorry to ask you, but can I borrow some, some money? Um, just like five pounds worth of electric... Um, so that I can cook some food for my children until my husband gets home. And then when he gets home, I'll get some money off him and then um, I'll, I'll bring it back round again. Now, I didn't see any reason to disbelieve her, to be honest. <sighs> she was a very good actress. If if indeed she was an actress. Well, but the upshot was that I ended up giving her a tenner. So I didn't have any change. She you doubled her off. Yeah, basically. And I thought, she is so reliable. I'm this. I'm so convinced that she is trustworthy that I will give her the only note that I have, which is ten. And I gave it to her, and she hugged me. Right, which is why I thought that's quite nice. Right. I've never seen her since. Of course you haven't. This is a while ago. Now, actually, this is like two, three weeks ago. That woman is addicted to one of two, or maybe both, of the substances of crack and smack. That makes me so sad, man. I mean, she's looking well on it. Don't get me wrong. 
She looks excellent for a smackhead. And I, you know, if I'd have known, I would have probably complimented on it. But the point is, she deceived me in, in a way that I just feel dreadful for humanity now. Because if someone comes up to me now, genuinely in need, you know, someone's got like blood pouring out of a head wound, he's being chased by thugs and needs to be let in into the house or something, I'm going to go, I'm sorry, mate, no, you're just a crackhead. I'm yeah. sorry, I can't do it. And that makes me feel really bad. I'm generally, you know, I like to be a giving person. I, I had no reason to disbelieve her. And it really annoys me that from now on, it's always in the back of my mind going to be that doubt over anything. Um, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I'm yeah. too naive. You are. But I also like to think that at some point, someone is going to need help. I'm going to give it to them and they're not going to then go and spend it on smack. What really saddened me about this, this woman knocking on my door is that she seems so convincing, right? So she's obviously a fucking good actor. Why doesn't she use the talents for that? There's a lot, I'm sure there are a lot of roles out there that could, uh, that could warrant that sort of acting ability. But instead of doing that, she's cracking it up the drain. <laughs> it's sad. It's, is that an official term? It is now. Has some anonymous stranger got right up your nose lately? Why not let them know with lonely this section is uh, is the ever popular Lonely Hates, whereby it's like a Lonely Hearts ad, but it's someone uh, we wish to get in touch with who's just deeply annoyed us for, for acts of twattery. So, Eli, have you got any uh, Lonely Hates this this month? Yes, I do, Mark. Excellent. It's good to hear it. Do you want to hear it now? I'd love to hear it. Okay. Well, I was DJing and uh, my record player broke down. I was in a bit of a fix. I needed my DJing partner to come and help me out. He was on the dance floor, below the level on which I was DJing. I can't get his attention, he's not looking at me. But there was a girl standing just behind him who was looking at me, screaming at him. I noticed that she could see me and I gestured to her to please get his attention. You know, all it needed was a point and a tap. Not in that order. Not in that order. A tap and a point. But what does she do? She kind of looks at me like, oh, you're joking. Of course I'm not going to help you, you twat. That's what expression said. Oh, I couldn't be asked to move my arm to help you, the DJ, who obviously just wants to get this guy's attention. Oh, that would be too much like, you know, helping a stranger, which I don't do because I'm an evil fucking bitch. God, you know, wow. just to help me out here, you fucking cow. Wow. I, I hope you never achieve orgasm ever again. So what happened? I just had to wing it. Really? And yeah, she you just- You stopped the music. You should have stopped the music and just said, excuse me, she's being a twat. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That would have been hilarious. We got Virgil. I presume that's who you gestured to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that girl behind you wouldn't get your attention. So now we have this moment of awkward. That's so petty. Unbelievably like, petty. It took more effort. It takes a lot more effort to scowl at someone yeah. than it does to just a little tap and a point. Tap and a point. It's like there's probably a, a 12 inch overall distance she had to make with her hand. You know, but she probably used like six or seven major muscle groups in her face yes, just to certainly. scowl at me, to communicate that she couldn't be asked 
that she wasn't going to help me. You know, I'm not going to help you. Why the fuck should I, you fucking idiot? Oh, God, I hate her, Mark. See, I thought the DJs commended a certain level of respect. So did I. But no, nothing. That's why you're doing it, isn't it? It's probably because she hated my music. Let's hope she never dances again, Eli. I discovered something which I'm still quite shocked by. Yeah. I was talking to my dad recently. Um, my dad is trying to lose weight. He's been a bit overweight for a while and he's decided for charity he's going to lose weight. He's already lost a stone. I'm really proud of him, man. It's excellent. Good going, yeah. That's, that's brilliant. When I was talking to him and, it was, um, and he was saying he's going to the gym now, which, you know, is a, quite a weird concept. Anyway, think of my dad in a gym. But then he dropped... A massive bit of news on me. He said, I don't sweat. My dad apparently doesn't sweat. He does not. He's never sweated in his life. And that's not to say he's lazy. Far from it. He's a very active man. But for some reason, my father is non-porous. He doesn't sweat. That's just weird. How have I never known that? I find that really bizarre that he just decided to just lay that one on me. But not only that, uh, my brother, and I know this, my older brother, uh, he can't burp. So what the fuck is wrong with my family that bodily functions are red- rendered just completely inept? What about your mum? She doesn't bleed. Now that I find hard to believe. Have you tried to cut her? She's too quick. She's very quick, my mum. She's spry. She's counted with a little, little backhand. Oh, She's, okay. Yeah, but um, I, it was, I found that a really odd thing. No, but I've heard about the burping thing before. Because... Uh... My friend Adam, he yeah. he said that he used to uh, not enjoy beer because, yeah. because he couldn't burp. First, he, like eighteen years of his life, was something stupid, wasn't it? He'd never burped, and then one day he learnt to burp. It all came out. He eighteen years of trapped wind. Just he, longer than that, though, it went on for about two days. Yeah, basically, you couldn't couldn't talk to him in them two days at all. It well, was, that he was in the hospital. They thought there was something wrong. And then, and now he's, he's broken the seal, Pandora's box is open, and... Uh, he's fine, he enjoys lager and other gassy foods. <laughs> gassy foods? Really? Fizzy like, beef. Next up on Spravcast, we have another small talk update. Um, if you recall, uh, the first Spravcast, we talked about how inept I am at small talk. I'm dreadful at just making pleasantries with people um, so I decided to try and address it I was set the mission of talking to the guy at my local off license who I haven't spoken to in a very long time since I've been living here uh, and I broke massively new ground I was very excited about the fact that I had an entire conversation with him uh, it was recorded you did hear the exchange of pleasantries yes unfortunately I failed on the one thing which is I was supposed to have found out what he drinks he works in an off license it's a valid and an intriguing question yes what does he actually drink um, and I didn't find the right time to ask him in the last uh, one so we decided that I would try again I've got a whole other month to do it, and it's safe to say I've been back into that off-license a fair few times and? since. Still nowhere. Okay. I tried it really hard. I was in... Um, a friend of ours was having a, a rum party. Ben Ben was having a party where everyone had to bring rum. Um, so I went in there. I thought, this is a perfect opportunity. I can now ask him what rum he would recommend. And he had a lot of rum yeah. in there. Did he recommend one? He did. He recommended Havana Club. 
lovely rum. And at that point, I said, oh, is that the is that the one that you drink? And he went, no. That was it. He didn't, didn't embellish that. He went, no. Uh, and then I I swear to God, I said, well, uh, what do you drink then? I asked the question. Yeah, you directly asked yeah, the question. Yeah, directly came out and asked. And it was natural, natural conversation. Yeah. He literally ignored my question. He, right. He just, I mean, part of me is starting to think that maybe he's got a drink problem. He doesn't, yeah. Maybe he's off it now, but he likes to be around it. Doesn't like maybe. talking about it. Perhaps he listens uh, to your podcast, Mark. I hope he does. And if if, if you do, um, please... Just tell me what you drink, you know? If it's water, that's yeah. fine. If it's milk. It's, yeah, that's okay too. Sprout. 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 I want to uh, talk about an elephant in the room. This is a feature that we introduced the great effect last week, last, last podcast. The elephant in the room. This is something that everybody's kind of thinking, but no one's able to say. Um, I think there is an elephant in the room... Currently, Eli. Yeah. If you agree with that. Yes. It concerns Jade Goody. <sighs> Jade Goody has been diagnosed with cancer for quite some time now. She's she's been told that she has Term, terminal. terminal terminal just a couple of months left to live. Now the elephant in the room that I'm still kind of struggling to say. Although she has cancer, it doesn't detract from the fact that she is still a twat. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. She's still quite an unpleasant, publicity-seeking, vacuous and immensely stupid woman. Yes. But no one's acknowledging this, and it's driving me crazy when, like, she's in all the papers and her story, and I was like, but but you just said she was a dickhead. I don't get why you've changed. Well, I do. She's got cancer, but I just don't think that we should treat people differently just because they're about to die. That kind of annoys me. Yeah. Because where's that going? And what? Osama bin Laden's about to die. All of a sudden, everyone's like, yeah. oh, no, it's really sad. Oh, he was misunderstood. Yes. Oh, no. You know, I'd like to see a backlash the other way. What do you mean? Like, when Mother Teresa died. You know, the papers always went, thank fuck for that. She was a bitch. Wasn't she? Apparently she oh, was. Rude. Rude, Mother Apparently Teresa. Apparently she was. Oh, she snubbed me. Apparently she stank. <laughs> no, she did. She had bad hygiene. Really? Apparently, yeah. She had bad hygiene and it was an utter cunt to people as well, apparently. Uh, uh, now, now, let me pull you back on this. You're telling me that Mother Teresa was a cunt. You've actually used that word to describe one, one of the most quickest saints ever created. Apparently she, uh, you know, kicked people out of hospitals and... That's not know, true. She made sure... That's just pe- not true. She did. Apparently. That cannot be true. She did. And apparently, she used to get <laughs> people in a headlock. <laughs> she, she used to, to give that. people nugs. Yeah, <laughs> she used to give little, like non-Catholic patients really? when the cameras weren't looking. She'd oh, nug them. She'd give Chinese know. burns. That's it. Giovaro fingernail pinches. She, she, everything. Like a bit of stealing as well, didn't she? she Another steal. person who they say was nice. She used to knock on people's door and pretend that she wanted money for the electric. Yeah. And then she 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 wouldn't return it. No. Bitch, you go and fund a crack habit. Mother Teresa used to do crack. Yeah. Well, just uh, I just want to uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna round it up very soon. Okay. I've just got a, a quick thing I want to do. I, I was thinking about this recently. Um, 
whenever I go to, to various foreign cities, I love travelling. It's great. I love seeing cities from a different angle, from the point of view of a tourist. When you slow down and take time to look at things at your leisure, you know, look at architecture, get to know people, um, it's, it's brilliant. That's the joy of being on holiday. But I never do it in London. You know, people come from all over the world to be in London. It's, it's the greatest amazing, place in the world. It's an amazing city. But I never take time to really enjoy it. And so I've decided that I need to see London through the eyes of a tourist. You know, wouldn't that be ace? Yeah. Get like a Lonely Planet guide or something like that and just go around and see different things and report back on it. I think it would be a brilliant thing to do. Yes. But I was thinking we could combine that with spying. Right, hear me out. Okay. What I want to do is follow a tourist around for the day. Right? So we'll follow their itinerary completely and do everything that they do. So in the morning we'll get up, we'll find a tourist and... Um, where where, uh, where are we going to find one? Trafalgar Square. Trafalgar Square is a hotbed of tourism. They love it. They flock towards columns for tourists. They can't right. get enough of it. So, so I think if we wait around Trafalgar Square long enough, we'll see a tourist that takes our fancy. They're not going to be expecting to be spied upon. They're not going to be looking behind them. They don't do that. You don't, you don't expect They that. definitely don't look behind them. No. They stop at the top of escalators. Exactly, exactly. So what we do is we follow a tourist around for an entire okay. day. We record what they do. We see the things that they see. Hopefully they're interesting. So I don't want, you know, we might get hijack a really boring one who goes to a shoe museum or something like that. Stalker tourist. Is that this new item? Essentially, yeah, that is the feature now. Yeah. We will report back on that. We'll also report back on the Poetry Smackdown. Which is what topic, sorry, Mark? Uh, your birthday. Okay. We're going to try and see what that guy in the off-licence actually likes, drinks. Likes to drink. You know what? I might set my girlfriend on it. Tamsin is incredibly good at small talk. Yes. I'm absolutely sure that she can find out what he drinks, like, straight away. Just get a good she clean recording. She people with, with her charm. And uh, which, let's face it, between us... We haven't got two bits of charm to rub together. So, uh, other than that, yes, if you uh, like the show, keep listening. Thank you for listening so far. Um, it will get better, I promise. It's already got better from the first one, which, let's face it, was a bit rubbish. Um, so, yeah, keep listening. And if you've got any thoughts, any ideas, then email it to spratcast at googlemail.com. But for now, uh, enjoy the rest of your month. Thanks a lot. Go. Bye-bye.